Welcome to Garage Talk, and I'll be your host, EVK. Just doing a short podcast, a brief podcast, since I just aired one last night. But news is coming through the pike so fast that things need to be uh, put out as quickly as possible. And uh, this is pertaining to Subway. Yes, this is pertaining to Subway. So, here's how it goes. Subway has recently, it says here, this is the title of it. It says, Subway removes ham and bacon from nearly 200 stores and offers halal meat only after strong demand from Muslims. That's right, people. This is called cultural jihad. If you haven't learned about this, it's in the Quran, and it is something that happens quite often, and not quite often, it happens all the time, through all of the history of where Islam comes into any country. You see, the basis of the Quran is to subjugate, to uh, impede one's will upon others, the infidels. You and I are considered infidels. If you're not a Muslim, if you're not is someone who adheres to Islamic text, you are an infidel and worthy of subjugation and worthy of paying the tax or and or death uh, through torture, persecution, etc. You are allotted in that box. It is not something that just is arbitrary in the sense that it's political here and there, maybe once in a while. It is something that is thematically the same all through the Quran. And it is something that is applied to every country in which where Islam begins to grow. In fact, we can even look to the fact that uh, leftists often praise this same mentality because see leftism leftism has morphed into this totalitarian type of mentality a fascist mentality and we can we can see how the liberals are playing alongside of those who are anti-semites like in new york with the new york times uh, anti-Semitism is on a huge rise. In fact, the cartoons that were re- uh, recently released in the New York Times, two of them that came out were extremely anti-Semitic. They were hateful, they were vile, and it was nothing short of the same type of cartoons that were drawn and sketches that were drawn during Hitler's time. Yes, we're talking about, we're not talking about just throwing Nazism around. We're talking about a absolute purposeful uh, destruction, a genocide of one type of race. And we're talking about the Jews being completely obliterated. And here we have the New York Times doing this with joy and glee and open rebellion. They don't care about the Jews. In fact, they hate the Jews. They hate Israel, the passion. And that number is growing. And of course, the Bible talks about this, talks about in the end, these things would occur. Now, now if, let me just, dig, I've digressed a little bit, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to pull it back and tell you what I'm talking about. You see, liberals believe in fascism. They've morphed into this fascist-like totalitarian regime. And during World War II, you see, Hitler uh, did the same. 
In fact, he went alongside of Muslims and uh, waged war in South Africa, etc. And he had no problem. He had literally no problem with working with the Muslims on killing and destroying all those who opposed them. You see, the, the enemy of your enemy is my enemy. Like, basically, their enemy is, my, is your enemy, so let's join forces and obliterate them. So they become allies. That's what happened between uh, the Muslims and Hitler. And uh, that was in the past, that was uh, in the 1940s. We saw that occur. And what are we seeing today? History repeats itself. And now we can see again the same things are happening. That ugly beast has come out of the, out of the caverns of, uh, of whispers. And now we're seeing it being pontificated. New York Times is gloating and mocking uh, Christians, Jews, anything to do with the Bible. It is being literally uh, being trivialized or in just, just uh, if anybody even believes in such things, they mock your intelligence. And even though science has brought ad nauseum of evidence to, to show for uh, intelligent design. And yet this mockery and all this stuff continues. We know in history that many of the greatest scientists in the past were people who believed in a God or were monotheistic and uh, they were inspired by God. Uh, you look at your history books, look at many of the great people like Isaac Newton, uh, Einstein believed that there, there, was a, there was a God. Now, how he believed God or what entailed in that belief of God is a different issue, but that's theological. But on, for the most part, we're talking about monotheism. And yet, uh, we often see on the left a narrative that somehow all the greatest science has been invented by people who are secular. That's disingenuous and extremely misleading. Uh, if you look at the facts, you're looking at something that's completely different than that. And uh, what we see right now currently going on is the left embracing that fascism. Because the left always has had that tendency to go and veer off towards fascism. You see, because the left ideology is about being a humanist. And the humanist is someone that cannot have a conviction for morality. What they do have is a conviction for convenience. And of course, the convenience of today is to mock the Christians, to mock the Jews, disparage all those who believe in a God, and of course, go into uh, the most craziest of places in social media and disparage people with the most vilest of statements of contempt. This happens repeatedly. I've seen it myself personally. And even though I've, I've debated uh, extensively with people and have put out a good retort, the end is always a, a mocking. Instead of you know giving out facts or, or good questions, healthy questions, uh, like iron sharpens iron, instead it just becomes like a childish banter. And uh, because it's, it's, it's about emotions and feelings and apathy instead of moral convictions for truth. But here we are, we got this thing in. 
As I said at the beginning of this podcast, Subway removes ham and bacon from nearly 200 stores and offers halal meat only after strong demand from Muslims. Well, let's just quickly read down. It says, fast food giant Subway has removed ham and bacon from almost 200 outlets and switched to halal meat alternatives in an attempt to to please its Muslim customers. It has confirmed turkey, ham, and turkey rashers will be used instead instead in 185 of its stores where all the meat will now be prepared according to halal rules. What the heck? Why does it have to have halal rules? Why should it ever have halal rules? For any reason. There is no logical reason to have halal rules. If you were to understand how uh, Islamic text speaks of preparing animals, preparing meat, it's brutal, people. It is brutal. And yet people don't want to speak out about this and do things right for these animals. They're here for for our consumption, but it ought to be done in a, in a, in a way that is proper and decent. And here we have the chain, the subway chain, bending over backwards. They have over 1,500 outlets across the UK. But it had to balance animal welfare concerns with the views of religious communities. So, it says traditional halal slaughter sees animals have their throats slit before bleeding to death. But Subway stressed that the meat served in its sandwiches would come from animals that have been stunned first. (laughs) A practice that aims to reduce any suffering. In Arabic, the word halal means permitted or lawful and defines anything that is allowed or lawful according to the Qur'an. It is often used to indicate food, particular meat, has been prepared in accordance with Muslim principles and techniques. Whoa, let's just back that up, people. It is to be prepared in accordance with Muslim principles. You know what the Muslim principles are? Well, I'll tell you one of them is that uh, meat and all, all things that are prepared by Muslims, that halal products, etc., can only be delivered by Islamic people, can only be prepared, delivered, sent to, etc., and the, the list goes on, people. So next thing you know, all of a sudden, nobody who, who doesn't adhere to Islam is involved. The whole and sole purpose of Islam is to exclude, to divide, and to silence. You look at the, the Quran and you look at the text, read it through, and you will see a clear, uh, prefer. It's a clear and preferential treatment. I wouldn't even call it preferential. It's subjugative, but you are seeing a huge difference between those who are Islamic and those who are not. Those who are not are treated like dogs. Many animal charities condemn halal slaughter as being cruel to animals. Of course. But guess what? Islam always has the last word. You know, if if you don't stand up and say, no, we're not bending to halal, we're not going to stand for halal, we're not going to uh, adhere to halal or, or by Islamic text, we're not going to bend over backwards for this religious offense of eating foods in your way, you deal with it. You want food that's pre- it's, that is prepared halal, 
go get it yourself. Fine, do it. But leave the store, the chain stores, the chain producers, the chain, you know, the mass chain groups that are out there that provide a service for food. Leave them out of it. That's how I see it. And I wanted to bring this to you because I think it's actually quite important. So that's it for today. It was a short, brief kind of podcast just to show you the the history of what we've seen of the left and how they have this propensity to join with groups that are hugely anti-Semitic, hugely uh, anti-democracy. It, it, be, it, it always, always, almost siempre, as the Spanish say, siempre. It's always. It just goes right to fascism. It goes to humanism on steroids. And, of course, that's like socialism, communism, you name it. The moral compass is left out the door, and then it ends up to be insanity or totalitarianism. And uh, this is where we are in our society. That's in the UK. We're talking about what's going to happen in Canada. It's going to happen in the States. It's going to happen everywhere because wherever Islam is, you will be subjugated. It is the nature of the beast. It is the nature of that very religious group. I wouldn't even call it religion. I would call it a, a handbook for subjugation. It literally is about dominance. No toleration for anyone. Once it becomes the uh, the uh, larger or the yeah the larger percentage of any culture, you see it everywhere in the world. Sharia law comes, massive subjugation, persecution, death, murder, violence. This is. The ad nauseum of this very ideology and leftists love embracing this kind of stuff because for the left there's only one thing that's to be seen they want to be virtuers of supposed truth but they don't care for morality so the ironic thing is is that there's there's no direction there's no uh, definitive truth it is all subjective and then in that case, they always get lost in the sea of excuses. And they end up adhering to extremist groups. And that is where we are today with the Liberal Party. And we can see that clearly because so many Liberals are keeping silent about how Justin Trudeau behaves and the amount of money, the volume of money that that man has handed to the top terrorist countries in the world taking Canadian money and sending over to terrorists you could say well that's not true he's sending it to the country well you know when you have a country itself as a top terrorist haven in the top 10 guess what that means the government's corrupt that means that means it's influenced and when you have a large demographic of people who believe in Sharia law who believe in subjugation you have kings, presidencies, etc. adhering to those ideologies. So anyways, that's my short little blurb for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Pass it around. Share it with others. 
let's get together as Canadians and speak out about healthy conservatism, healthy ideology, speaking about truth, no matter how uncomfortable it may be for either left or right, and let's stand for that truth. Let's have healthy conversations, encourage each other to speak out. Signing off, EVK.